What is going on, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Two Cents Footy Podcast. My name is Zachary McAllister, and joining me, as usual, on this week's podcast, we have Luke Johnston. How are you doing, Luke? What's happening, everybody? Um, yeah, bro, solid. Had a nice weekend. Madrid uh, got the W against a pretty tough, pretty tough team. Getafe. Household um, name. Madrid derby. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I think historically we've struggled against them like last season, which is either a loss or a draw. And, you know, obviously with Barca, um, keeping quite close, it was quite important that we got the dub, which we did. Uh, who scored again? Militao. My Militao, boy scored yeah. in the third minute. And then it was, it was one of those, I wouldn't say Madrid parked the bus, but it was definitely a, <laughs> a more defensive, <laughs> scruffy game. Um, to keep to keep them away, um, but yeah, a win is a win, a goal is a goal, um, and a clean sheet. I think that's that's probably the greatest thing to come from this was a clean sheet because, I mean, our defense hasn't been horrendous. We've I don't think we've conceded more than like a goal or two, but mostly just a goal in a game, you know. But over a long period of time, that you start to worry, you know, that you're just leaking these little ones in. So the clean sheet was marvelous. Um, but I think that's just more good for like the vibes going into this week with uh, Champions League. Because I think we need, I think if we get the dub against Shakhtar again, then we definitely, I think we assured qualification for round of 16, which is quite chilled. It's either, I think, I read it today, I think it's if we win or if Leipzig and um, Celtic draw or Leipzig doesn't win at Celtic or something like that, then we automatically draw. So, yeah, but otherwise... We're chilling. Had a better weekend than Hayden, I can tell you that. Yeah, you're currently sitting top of that group F. Um, you mentioned... <sighs> Sigh. You mentioned that you struggled against Getafe in the past. You guys actually lost 1-0 to them at Getafe last year. Last year. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they lost Kukurea and then they, they became irrelevant again. So... <laughs> That's ice. Would have enjoyed uh, Benz to score because I, I wanted him to start again, but um, he wasn't starting. So not sure what's up with that. Uh, so we had quite a, quite a young um, lineup. We had Vinny, Rodrigo and Valverde up front. So that's quite interesting. I think that's the first time this season that we've tried something like that. And I think it worked out semi-well. Like Rodrigo is filling in for Benz now as a as a number nine, and I think he's I think he's trying to adapt to that um, that role, and I don't think he's done too bad. So respect to my boy Rodrigo. The Brazilians mm. are cooking it up in Madrid. Mm. Uh, isn't that Clasico next week as well? Um. Yeah, I think it is actually. I think it's on Sunday. I think that. it's on the. Yeah, next Damn. week. It's going to be next week. That's going to be a biggie. Yeah, that's, that's going to be huge. That's guys. a big game. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be that's going to be wonderful. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to adopt Barca as like, like I know obviously I'm a Valencia fan, but Valencia are nowhere near title race, so I might just yeah. like adopt Barca as like a second league <laughs> yeah. team, just so we can have the counterbalance of like Luke being a Madrid fan and then I'll back Barca because I, I don't predict them to win the league, so. Yeah, I really. Kind well, of, I mean, kind of I, this season Atletico is horrendous. Atletico, Atletico is 
trash and severe is even worse. So it literally can and Betis. I think Betis is actually not doing too bad. <laughs> Betis are solid, but they always they're always there. But then then they kind of fall off a little bit um, late in the season. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think it's going to be a Madrid Barca thing as usual. Mm. I, I'm backing a. You say Atletico Madrid are having well. a terrible season. They've only like, like the, dropped points in three push. games. The yellow submarines. So like, how? Correct under uh, good old Unai Emery. <laughs> good evening. Yes, indeed. Um, we spent a bit long with you, Luke, because you wanted to give Madrid their shine. Uh, but moving on, we do have uh, our second co-host, uh, Daniel Pike. How are you doing? I'm doing great, bro. Um, got the win over the weekend, so I'm chuffed with that. And it was actually a real big game. I mean, generally speaking, you you think of uh, Tottenham versus Brighton. Um, the circumstances are generally like, you know, Brighton is sitting mid-table um, and like it's an easy win. But this time, Brighton are ranked at fourth and we're third. So it was very important match um, going in. Brighton <laughs> are fourth? Yeah. <laughs> well, they were. I don't know if they are still wow. now. Um, because they obviously dropped wow. the points. Yeah. So one a 1-0 win. Um, yeah. Not super convincing, but the goal did come early on in the game. So it's not like we scraped through. I think we kind of got our goal and then just sat back. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the game. Um, I went out with my flatmate. It was his birthday. so But it was worth it, you know. Spent some time with a gent and some friends. Um, and I trusted. I backed the boys. I knew Tottenham didn't need my support. They had it in the bag. Yeah. And... Uh, Harry back on the They're score sheet again. They, they. Yeah, him and his, him and uh, Batman and Robin there with Son Son assist. Um, yeah, I saw the highlights. Funny enough, they were quite brief. I was quite surprised. YouTube put like out, you know, Tottenham's YouTube account put out like a two-minute highlight reel. Um, so there wasn't really much to see. Um, but I think we 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 had a decent game from what I've been reading on social media. Um, but otherwise, I'm happy, you know, the win. And I mean, like Luke was saying, um, the clean sheet's also really important. Um, just from like a GA goal difference standpoint. Um, and I know it's just nice for your defense to know that they can keep a goal out. You don't want any, mm. you know, leakage happening. Oh, Damn, my word. Us, yeah. Emerson was, I feel like, Emerson I feel like you're, you're subtweeting me, Daniel, when you talk about leaky defenses. <laughs> and I will not stand for that. <laughs> Your no, but there's a big leak this weekend. Uh, we can just say that. You know, I don't think Liverpool have got a single game where they haven't been the first team to concede, except for the Bournemouth game, of course. But we've been just horrifically bad. Like, I, I don't, I don't even understand how it is physically possible for a club to go from challenging for a quadruple and missing out because of two games. To being in a, uh, to like literally being tenth in the league with only with like two victories, um, in the span of like mm. four months, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yo, bro. Um, <laughs> two victories. I, I don't know what to say, dog. Liverpool have really been disappointing, and it's quite ironic because you know, the one time yeah, that the- Liverpool's getting all this love from from everyone, they're like, no, Liverpool will turn it around. They'll make a comeback. Liverpool is just. Going against the grain, you, defying expectations in a bad uh, way this time. That, that is exactly what Liverpool does, <sighs> defy expectations. <laughs> but it's what, like, I just, don't, I, I just don't get it. You know, here's the thing, right? It's not like this is completely unexpected because towards the end of last season, Liverpool were in a certain position whereby 
in particular games, you could see that they weren't going to score a goal. Like the way that they were playing, the way that they were like going wide, trying to cross balls in, you could tell they weren't going to score. And though those occasions did happen last season, um, they were like they were few and far between. I think the best example of that, of course, was like the Champions League final. Um, it was very much apparent there that after after Liverpool went one goal down, and they kept on trying to push, push, push. They couldn't break down the club. They couldn't break down Real Madrid. They had to use these weird tactics. And then it seems like mm. with the, the, the adjustments that, that Klopp has made to his team this season as they like sort of embrace the possession-based football. And, it's can, and he brought even further into that style of football that has deprived the club of goals. So we're not scoring a lot of goals. But... Because even the goals we score, like the ones we scored against Arsenal, they were very scrappy. I mean, I did, like this, I haven't watched Liverpool score a goal and and been like really proud of the way that it was worked. And we are conceding so much. Yeah, yo, those counter attacks are really your guys' weakness at the moment. It seems that any team in the Premier League has a shot at the counter attack against you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> My laptop dies on our own, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 50% charged. I mean, Liverpool have scored 20. That's not like, that's not too bad. That's same as Tottenham. Then Tottenham. Yeah, but how many have they conceded? That's the big issue. So 12, Liverpool's. I mean, Liverpool expected goals have them, what, 3, 6, 9, 10. So pretty much middle of the pack in the league. Which is not where you want to be if you're <laughs> like, want, want to be in title contention. Hmm. Yeah, but Liverpool's ball ball retention has actually been pretty poor, I think. They get counter-attacked too often. Um, and I don't know what the situation in the midfield is. Because, mm. I mean, you've got Oaks like Thiago, That's exactly Henderson, very experienced mm. individuals. So it's it's interesting that they all of a sudden falling apart there. Because that's essentially Fabinho where you expect well. the counter-attack to happen. I'm sorry, to, to get um, cut off. Trap. Is you need those like CDM okay. midfield players to... Stop it at the source before you know it can get too out of hand. Yeah, that was weird, yeah, bro. Like watching that game, Liverpool's tactics against Liverpool, but better. <laughs> it was like very weird matrix situation there. But GG's to to Arsenal. You know, like Liverpool's not their best, but I think Arsenal are probably at their best. So that is solid game, guys. Like these guys are, they like the real deal. <laughs> Yeah, I hate to say it, uh, Arsenal's looking like the best, the best ever in like six years, bro. It's a long time, bro. Like, their, their attack was fluid. People are passing nice. It's like, you know those games, sometimes you just get like, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say lucky because obviously you can't just get luck with the whole game. Yeah. But these guys were playing like some proper, proper, proper footy and things were just landing up at their feet. Odegaard, gents, Madrid, ah. I hope Madrid hasn't hasn't taken the L by, by setting this guy, but he's like because they had. Um, I mean, he captains the side, so they definitely Pate has to be something special about him, you know. He does, nah, bro. But he's he's literally just like their whole creative output with Saka, and then Martinelli and Jesus are just like the 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 go getter goal scorers, bro. So things, yeah, you know, like even Martinelli, I think he's he's having like it reminds me of like a bit of a Vinny thing, like last season. He was he was there. He was a bit of a playmaker, but he wasn't scoring as much. Now mm. this gents, if he's got the ball, like you, you, he's gonna do something. He's gonna dribble with it. He's gonna carry it. He's gonna take a shot. You know, he's gonna follow up. Yeah. It's like a very nice front four that they've got going there. And then obviously my boy 
Saliba is doing the most at the back. Um, Tommy Yasu yeah. started. That was the only thing that I was like, mm, you know, there could be Saliba could had be, um, a little bit had of a weak point there. But luckily, um, Liverpool's right side was was <laughs> terribly weak, so <laughs> it didn't really make a difference. Tommy Yasu took Trent back to. Um, Japan you know, or whatever. Took him to the bench. Isn't he from? Took him to the bench. Yeah, bro. I, I don't think. Second half was it? Was it second half? <laughs> <after laughs> <Gomez laughs> second half playing in Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, the way that he. Let ran, me get the bro. exact time because it was yeah, crazy Jesus. early. There's a lot to there's a lot to dissect here for that Liverpool there, but Hayden. Yeah, this guy's getting exposed. We had this conversation. We had this conversation the other day. We were rating. Do you remember? Which was like Reese James, and we we're chatting, and we we're like Trent, and we we're rating someone else. Uh, so Cancelo. It was Reese James, Cancelo, Trent, and then Hakimi. I think. And uh, yeah. And Hakimi. Hakimi, yeah. Yeah, we're just we're just grilling Trent, and now now it's looking a little bit looking a little bit rough, which is weird because midweek he was doing the most at in the UCL. So I thought I thought obviously you know like give him a bit of confidence, my man's gonna bounce back. Unfortunately, it was just Arsenal that they had, he had to bounce back to. So, <laughs> yeah, Ugh. not looking good there. Look, and Salah. Look, it's I think not that left side. I mean, that right side was like hectic. Look, as I, as was, I think I was trying to say, um, playing the way that Trent and 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 Salah are now playing seems to be of such a nature. The dynamic there seems to be of such a unique nature that it is completely awful and it undermines the very structure of the team i think mm. i don't know klopp's new way of playing Salah like like way on uh, like on by, by the out by the outside line like the, the fact that Salah isn't making those cut-ins anymore it's it's quite ludicrous and now Salah's like it feels like liverpool themselves have completely neutralized Salah. you barely hear about him in the game except for like mm. a few instances where he gets the ball and he's like it, i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do something in particular <laughs> yeah um yeah. Where he tries to make some magic out of nothing. But I think that... So Salah himself has been neutralized by Liverpool's game plan. Trent... I think Klopp encapsulated it best. I think that, yes, Trent individually has a lot of ground to sort of cover in terms of his defensive play. He needs to be better. Um, I think he can be incredibly lazy and make poor decisions. I think the, for one of the goals, you can see that he just... Like he made some really poor decisions. Like he he rushed whoever had the ball, and then he got beaten by one pass, and then they scored where he should have been covering his man. Mm. But I think what exacerbates exacerbates the the, the mistake, uh, the like the spotlight on Trent and the mistakes that Trent makes. And I think Klopp covered this very well was the fact that because Liverpool play sort of very very much a high line, a very attacking style of football. When the pressing in the front done by the attackers in the midfield isn't being done properly and their turnovers or um, we don't close down properly, the balls carve through Liverpool and they carve through the defence and they and they le- it leaves like, I think Trent in particular exposed because he's the one that sort of goes forward and tries to do all the crosses himself. Um, mm. And obviously he gets exposed when there's a turnover and the ball gets passed and they carve through Liverpool. And it, yeah, as I, yeah, as I was saying, it it just exacerbates the amount of errors that are happening on that right side, even beyond the fact that Trent is a bit of a lazy defender. So it makes him look far worse than he actually is. But the very I don't understand why Klopp continues to persist with the style of play. Like I I think at this point he needs to recognize that the the way that he's played of old 
or this well this particular style is not working at Liverpool and I don't understand why he doesn't just go back to you know Salah cutting in I don't know is it the midfield is the midfield incapable of, of sort of facilitating the sort of industrial work ethic that's required of of a previous style of player of play is he trying to make it more possession based or tiki taka in a sense I, I just don't get it I don't understand what Klopp is doing <laughs> he's trying to be like uh Barcelona Pep Guardiola, you know, with that 10-second rule. As soon as you lose the ball, within the next 10 seconds, get it back. That used to be Liverpool's style of play. That's the Geiger pressing thing. You know, everyone is pressing mm-hmm. from the front. But that is sort of like... Maybe it's because Nunes and Diaz, as great as they are, aren't accustomed to that particular style of pressing. True, and that's true. Why, they aren't and maybe that's that why, yeah, and maybe that's why Mane's loss is so... Is being felt so deeply, not only in the fact that we've lost his attacking threat, mm. but because of his defensive work rate has been removed from the team. I don't know, Zach. What do you, like? What do you think? You're the tactical specialist here. Um, Tactics-wise for Liverpool, I think, like you've mentioned, the midfield is a huge issue. I think it's, it's really unfortunate that we've sort of seen your three best midfielders which I would say Thiago, Henderson and Fabinho, all three of them have fallen off pretty hard this season. Like, none of them have been anywhere near the standard oh, set yeah. in years gone by. Yeah. So I think all three of them experiencing this drop-off simultaneously has been a huge issue for you guys. But like you mentioned, I think Klopp's done some weird stuff with his tactics. Um, early on in the season, <laughs> I noticed that Salah was playing very wide. Like, like you mentioned, like almost hugging the touchline, which is just so bizarre considering the type of player Salah is. And like the whole point of Salah being successful at Liverpool was because he could drop into that almost striker position when Firmino, oh, oh. Like Firmino would drop into like the midfield and link up play and Salah yeah. or Mane would you know, occupy that centre-forward position, kind of. But like, why would you then throw him out of the wing? Perhaps it's to like prepare him for, you know... Um, getting Nunes into the lineup more where Nunes will now be operating in that central position and Salah's going to have to be shifted out wide. But I don't understand why you would try and, you know, give Nunes that position ahead of the guy who you just offered this massive contract to and is, you know, yeah. probably... At, like I'd say before the season, was probably the best player on in your team. So, yeah, I don't I know. Think, I think the issue right now is that Salah's just never getting the ball anymore. And, I mean, he's... By far the best player in that team. Um, so if Salah's not getting the ball off, and generally speaking, things aren't really happening. And if you kind of just segregate him to like you know the touchline, it's, it's not really going to work. You want to get him like like you said, like you guys said, you want him to come short and cut in, mm-hmm. and then the ball, the passes will be more available to him. Whereas if you kind of just hang him out to dry, and the only way to get the ball to him is like some long diagonal or over the top down the line chip from Trent generally speaking is you know that time the ball is spent in the air like people are going to close him down he's not really going to get much of an option mm. look I on like Trent so- though I, I wanted to sorry uh, I wanted to ask you guys uh, on Trent how far do you think he is from becoming the next Daddy Ali because I mean Daniel <laughs> you'll know this better than nah, most he's of us, far away Zach he's far I think it's far look just think about <laughs> it like five years ago like no one would have thought Daddy Ali would be where he is now like the dude is probably one of the most promising young players in the world um, and probably the most promising young English player dude you know, he was like the English Neymar bro 
Delhi was he top. was winning Young Player <laughs> of the Year awards like back to back, and then all of a sudden he's at Besiktas. So how, how far wait, wait. do you think Trent is from that? Okay, before I answer that question, Zach, can you just give me can you contextualize the reasons? I haven't been following it too deeply as to why Gareth South well as, as like the reasons Gareth Southgate has given as to why he doesn't want to play Trent or he doesn't want to pick Trent for the squad and he's preferring like Trippier and Kyle Walker. Is it because he's just saying Trent can't defend or is it because of an attitude problem or what is it? I'm not going to lie, I do kind of check out during international breaks. <laughs> but what I, what I think he might be doing is it's sort of a similar thing to um, what Luis Enrique does where they don't necessarily pick players based on their ability but they pick players based on how they fit this overall system. And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. the way Trent plays for Liverpool and the stuff Klopp asked him to do for Liverpool, like he's basically your entire creative hub. Like he, he, he does <laughs> absolutely everything. Well, uh, yeah, very true. He was. But um, I just don't think he's going to be that for England. And I think mm-hmm. guys like Trippier and... Um, um, more traditional, yeah. Reese James or even Kyle Walker, while they might not be... Mm. Well, there's an argument to have with Reese James, but the other guys aren't the player the Trent is. They perhaps just fit what England want to do better. Mm, okay. Um, so, okay, given that contextual and that context, like I think Klopp gave a whole like interview about this where he was saying that, yeah, it was he was basically repeating what you just said, where he was like, you know, Trent is a, like a fantastic player. It's just that he doesn't fit the Southgate's particular system and style of play because. Trent is obviously geared for a very offensive game plan. Southgate doesn't want to play like that. Southgate seems to be more conservative with his style of play. So the fact that he's not getting selected there isn't an indictment on Trent. It's just, it is what it is. Mm. Um, though I think maybe something could be said about like Trent's attitude as of late. He does seem to be quite lazy, quite disinterested. Like I, I think when we conceded goals against who do we concede? Was it Napoli? Yes, it was Napoli. When we yeah, the Napoli those one was goals, bad. He was he was horrific. Like he, like there were particular like one of the goals he was just walking back, and he and he just watched the like the play um, like the playmaking that led to the goal, and it is actually quite offensive. It makes me want to puke when I think about it. But like instances like that have been quite prominent this season. But it's not something that has really been prominent before, so it makes you question: Is it just inherently who Trent is or is there something deeper going on with Trent or with the Liverpool squad because this drop-off seems to have come out of nowhere I mean you look at like the community shield Liverpool beat Man City and they played exceptionally well so, and now everyone seems to be so burdened and so fatigued and they need a new sports they, psychologist bro maybe they do maybe they do yeah he's performing a psychoanalysis on Trent <laughs> live on the podcast yeah no because it sounds like isn't, a isn't, the problem, isn't the problem isn't the problem with Delhi Ali his attitude and no, so you say is he going 100%. to be his yeah and so when you ask is he going to be the next Delhi Ali I think the attitude component is one that's really important to look at um so I think at this moment at this moment maybe the sample size is too small to say but I w- I would maybe think that maybe the prospect of not being able to play for your country at a world cup is might be weighing quite heavily on Trent and as uh, it's been quite a burden for him to bear, and then maybe the squad as as, as a whole not uh, not playing well is also something that is uh, uh, weighing heavily on him, particularly with the spotlight being on him mm-hmm. and his mistakes, and maybe he's like like all humans just suffering from that psychological burden. So, do I think he will be the next Delhi Ali? 
look, he's an incredibly, incredibly talented player. I mean, so is Deli Ali, but I think that he's like I don't know. I I'm I'm erring on the side to believe that Trent still has it, and that what he's going through is a blip, and he will get through it. Mm. I agree, bro. I thought all this uh, international stuff, team selection, was actually just a form thing. But you know, it's like happens every time, guys. Like when a, when a team is having a bit of a dip in form, there's always one or two O's that you have to like make the scapegoat. And unfortunately, that's just Trent. Like yeah, and yeah, is. he is he is con- he, you know he's he's not having the greatest season, but it's really not just him. Like everyone is having a bit of a trash uh, season. I don't even know. Like even Van Dyke just seems a bit off. Van Dyke is really you know old. like this guy's supposed to be the the the, the leader and like the, no one gets past <laughs> this gent and I mean he's still doing a good job you know his standards are still exceptionally they yeah you know they they exceptionally his standards are exceptionally high but it just doesn't look like this guy's making the mark like he used to um yeah but I feel bad for Trent this guy this guy's got a lot a lot of pressure on him um it's still in him though like I said like in the UCL these guys are keeping you guys kept a clean sheet. I think it was like two goals. Okay, yeah, it wasn't. It's Rangers. I don't even know who you played. But it's Rangers. Rangers. I mean, it was but a championship, yeah, championship aren't, level club. Aren't, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> it's it's still doable. Like it's um, if you can do it midweek in the UCL, then you can do it in the Prem against. Okay, Arsenal. Like I said, Arsenal was wasn't the greatest, <laughs> the greatest team to come uh, come but, play against. But I think um, you. I think you're making a good point. Actually, all the Prem teams are looking alright. Like I think the thing is actually. All the games that Liverpool's played have been... Actually, I, I was going to say all the games Liverpool has played have been tight, but they haven't. I'm just getting Vietnam flashbacks. They're getting outplayed by Manchester United. Um, <laughs> but um, it's like it's not like Liverpool has been absolutely eviscerated, really, other than maybe the United game. Um, because like, like Liverpool, in terms of at least scorelines, they're still scoring goals. Even now against Arsenal, we, we lost because of a, a penalty towards the end of the game. Um, it seems that Liverpool have just lost the ability to win games. We've got four draws. Like, we can keep in games. We can. We always concede first. We can bounce back. But, like, it feels as though Liverpool's lost that self-belief to go on and win a game. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. And now Diaz is injured for, apparently, That is probably the biggest blow. You guys were talking about Salah being the best player. This yeah. season, the best player for Liverpool has been Diaz, far and away. That dude has been able to make magic out of nothing. He's adopted the the sort of seller like cut in make a like make a piece of magic yeah. score a goal and now he's gone and <laughs> I don't like okay Shota's back again and so Nunes. maybe Shota can do something. Yeah. Nunes isn't looking too sharp. He scored a goal <laughs> too sharp either. I th- I think yeah yeah kind of. It's I not guess. the one. Guys. I don't know. I just don't. I don't feel like this guy, this man's going to carry you to top four. Didn't, didn't he go off single-handed? Like injured though. Nunez. I'm not sure. Omar. I don't think. Nunez let me. Let me. Let You know, I swear him and Trent went off. To bring on. I swear him and Trent went off. Diaz went off. Injured. Oh, Klopp, Diaz. Okay. Klopp needs to to get Harvey Harvey Elliott in there somewhere because that man comes on and starts making things happen. And Firmino's in form. Like I don't know why he benched him and put on Nunez. Like yeah, okay, whatever. Trying to figure out here. Yeah, Firmino came on and just scored a goal. Like, like. <laughs> yeah. Ronaldo esque. Firmino Ballon d'Or 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Firmino. Potentially. I mean, if, if Brazil won the World Cup, you know, uh, anything. Zach possible. and I both know it's going to be Martial. 
<laughs> I mean, speak, we want to talk about Martial. I mean, uh, he only played for like 30 minutes last night, but he got an assist. So the, the Martial stock uh, is rising a bit. The, Invest the fan club is, rejo- mm. the fan club is rejoicing. Uh, the genders are being pushed. Um, but yeah, I, I think we can move on to the United game. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? This Arsenal Liverpool game? I think we've talked enough. We've. I, I don't like to uh, talk <laughs> Arsenal up, so I think we've done enough for today. <laughs> I think we've exhausted <laughs> that particular topic. Yeah. Yeah, we're just delaying this. Uh, we're delaying this Arsenal. Uh, Yo, Man topic. City, Hayden. <laughs> Yo, Rev. Yo, um, that's look, that's back not, to um, back. That's not the greatest. Uh, that's not the greatest uh, meeting you can go guys, from guys, first and second I, in the I, league. Can I? Can I just say? I need to say. I need to say one thing that's very important. Next year is our year. Come on, guys. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. We're going to get better in the summer. Uh, and uh, <laughs> dude, I really have signed that Ra- Real Madrid contract already, bro. He's <laughs> oots, guys. Oots. How am I back here? I nearly won a quadruple, and now I'm back to Liverpool. Next year is our year. Things <laughs> back to uh, like Liverpool like ten changed, years man. ago. Bro. Times change. Dude, I feel like a child now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like but I mean, okay, you're on ten points now. Yo, you played eight games in ten points. <laughs> That's quite heavy. Um but if you play nine like everyone else, you'll be thirteen, you'll still be behind Brighton. I saw something on, um, on Twitter though. today. <laughs> was Yale. Which which uh yeah. Holland against Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's gonna uh, be a massacre. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna geez. get revenge um, for the community. Play the triple captain now. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows? Who knows, guys? Who knows? Um, next week's gonna be quite interesting. We've got the Classico, and then we've got Liverpool, um, Liverpool City. That's gonna be. Guys, is it? Is it? Is that's it gonna a, be the one. Is it even a tight game? The, the new top two are Arsenal City. That was that's where that's where the title race is. We like, dude, guys. Liverpool. Hey, 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 don't count on the mark just yet, bro. Daniel, come, I, come back and talk to me when you when your when your team has won a trophy. Um, okay, well, it'll be soon next year. Next year, would. to quote yourself, my man's trying to stay relevant here. <laughs> Can you believe this guy? I, I saw a tweet where it was 10, like 10, 15 years. He's coming and talking about challenging for a title. I mean, please. I saw this tweet where it was like Pep got so fed up of you know continuously winning league titles that he had to breed his own challenger in Arteta <laughs> <laughs> and then to get them started he sold them a couple of, couple of his players this summer just to get them going to get guys yeah, that, that, that is actually hilarious Pep's That's playing against himself Pep yeah. is playing 4, 4D some 4D chess out there about Pep <laughs> but yeah, was it, was it who, who did who did Liverpool chow 9-0 was it Bournemouth, was it Bournemouth or the, Bournemouth, Bournemouth and they're ahead of Liverpool was it Bournemouth on the and they're ahead of Liverpool brilliant. bro that, that that sent me Football Twitter was just roasting Liverpool. They were like, bro, how do you beat, how do you chow some team 9 and then go be, go behind them? Um, <laughs> you play Salah on the wing. But hey, you know, or, uh, or, uh, things happen. Why? I think maybe the, maybe everyone will come back from the World Cup. Salah's not going to be at the World Cup. He can hit the gym and, and focus on himself. Trent, not, not going to be at the good World for Cup. either, bro. Van Disney, he could probably be there. Um, Simikas, okay, Greece, RIP. Thiago, I don't remember when last he played for Spain. Henderson's racismo, apparently. So he should be locked up. 
Um, did you say Van Dijk plays Luis for Spain? Is out. No, I said Thiago. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I think I cut yeah. out for a second there. Yeah. Thiago for Spain. I said I don't know when last he plays for Spain. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, a baller, bro. Even yeah, he's not his greatest, but that that guy just has something special, also, bro. Like he's he's got the ball and he's just pinging and things are very good. So yeah, mm. maybe we can get some more balls through him. Um, but you know, Ronaldo's back on the scoreboard. He is. That was a great a great feeling by Nuni boy. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, we had Anthony scoring, so that's three in three games. More goals than Mo Salah. Uh, Why like was this supposed act? to win a Ballon d'Or last season? So Damn. I mean, we Has Salah only scored three goals. Salah scored two, my guy. Damn! This whole prep, eight, ga- <laughs> eight games, two goals. Jeez. Like imagine, what? imagine all those people that have been captaining Salah all this time in the FPL. No ways, guys! I don't think no I've touched ways. my FPL since. Um, I think Salah's still my captain. <laughs> He's oh, a true geez. Salah fanboy. Nice. I think I still I think I still have Trent in my team, guys. This is why I don't. This is why I don't even start playing FPL. <sighs> Thing, Luke. I, I wanted to ask you because I wanted to ask you about Casemiro because last night was a weird game for him because it felt like he he dropped a two out of ten and a ten out of ten performance at the same time. <laughs> like, dude would like have the ball, like either like get tackled and lose it or like play like a yeah. bad pass and lose the ball, run. Slide tackle the oak, somehow get the ball back, and then ping a <laughs> ball in, and like you yeah. naturally have a shot at the end. Yeah, like it was so weird. Yeah. So is this like a normal thing? Should I be expecting these type of performances? Not really, bro. I mean, at Madrid, that that homie was pretty solid. But instead of having, uh, what's this gent's name? Instead of having um, Ericsson McTominay Fernandez. on the side. He has he has Cruz that just keeps the ball. Like that game against Everton looked very sloppy, hey bro. Like you know that's that's yeah. Madrid's not known for possession, but this guy, we we kept the ball. Like the pass accuracy was there. Watching that Everton game was horrendous. Like Oza passing you to each so? other. Who <laughs> like they were, it was so bad, bro. You, you 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 didn't see that. You didn't feel like there there was like sloppy balls and Oaks were like missing passes and getting pressed and then. Losing it and stuff. You don't. You At the beginning, you like yes, that. but I, I thought that was United's best game under Ten Hag. Like I, I felt um, like we could have easily no. won this game like four one. Like the, obviously the Rashford uh, goal that was ruled out. Yeah. There was a pretty sketchy handball that probably shouldn't be given because it came up off his hip and then his chest mm. and then went to his hand. So that was kind of sketchy. Yeah. And then there were a couple other good chances that we had where we should have scored. Mm. So, and Everton yeah. never really looked threatening until the end. Like, okay, at the beginning as well, mm. where they, they pressed us and then Casemiro lost the ball and we conceded. But other than mm. that, I don't think Everton yeah. were really up to much. They had two yeah, shots but on Casemiro, he's solid. He's I think, solid. Yeah, I think his communication with um, the Man United back line isn't there yet. That's like the issue. That could be it, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think he's not... He's not like a hundred percent polished. <laughs> I can admit that. Um, but you know, if you lose the ball and you get it back, then that's the Casemiro way. And if you can uh, add a bit of an assist uh, in there, then that's a, it's a, it's appreciated. I think he's still it's finding like, his feet, though, bro. Like it's like he was like intentionally losing the ball so that he could tackle the oak and get these tackle numbers up. <laughs> that's how. That's bro. That's actually that was like every classical with Messi because this man was mad marking. 
messy and usually he he came out on top so yeah mm. um don't think it was his greatest performance though um but yeah i think in madrid he was a little bit sharper well i mean again, how old is he now he, he had a, a different group of a different caliber of midfield around him to i don't know if, i don't even want to say protect him but yeah essentially that's that's what it's all about as long as you're happy with him bro yeah um i, I want to see more i want i want to see more like Again, like I said, it was parts of the game. He was like brilliant. Yeah. Like Ronaldo's goal. Like go back and watch his assist for that. It's absolutely yeah, that magnificent. Nice. But then obviously Everton's goal was him just like mm. losing the ball fairly easily and giving them a mm. gifting yeah. them opportunity. So I think I think yeah. once you get Varane back in the starting the starting lineup, it should be a little bit more a little bit more stable. Luke Shaw didn't look like he had a bad game. Luke Shaw looked like he had a he decent, decent game. Down the left there. I think so. Yeah, Luke Shaw was decent. Yeah, Luke Shaw was decent. Wait, Daniel, you're yeah. telling me you um, watched this I match? I still think he's super decent, bro. Like, but I don't no. know. Do you remember like two or three seasons ago, that man was like essential to FBL having FPL because yeah. he was just absolutely... He was popping them in, you know, like clean sheets, not not all the time, but he was getting assists like there's no tomorrow. I feel like that form needs to be needs to be refound. Yeah. I, I was just um, very disappointed about, yeah, about yeah. the Martial injury though. Like that gutted me yeah. because it, like he played it so is, well those first thirty minutes. He got the assist for the Anthony goal. Like the dude was mm. it, like every time it feels like it's Anthony Martial's time. Like that Ballon d'Or season is like upon us. He gets injured. And it's just so frustrating, mm-hmm. man. Like I really want this guy to do well, and then he always just gets unfortunate with injuries. Is it a is it a serious injury or is it is it like a muscular thing? I mean, I actually don't know exactly. He like hobbled off, so I think it might be something to do with his leg. No. But uh, I'm not sure exactly what the injury is. So you've yeah. got Anthony Martial, Anthony, and Anthony Ilanga. Exactly. We can have a full Anthony nice. uh, front line. <laughs> you can have an Anthony front line, and you can have a. And then you got the the Gabriels from Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. The squad. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, I but think yeah, that's, that's all a, for that's this an week. Easy dub. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty happy with performance. But um, I think that's all. For Back this to week. fifth. Are we? We're going to score it right Back now. in that Europa, that Europa League group stage type of type of area. So, not necessarily an improvement yet. We got a game in hand. We won our game in hand. We're only two fair. points behind Tottenham. That's fair. That's fair. But also GG's to Everton. Like I think I only watched a bit of the second half, and they didn't look horrendous. To be honest, not like relegation level where we thought a few weeks ago that it was it was looking looking quite bad. They're on the same points as Liverpool, so they can't be that bad. Oh my word! Can we can we can we, can we just do the score talk now, please? <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. So, um, in terms of score drop, Luke, you picked Zaha last week. And <sighs> Oh, I don't think he, he scored. Assist. Let me just double check this. Nah, I did not prepare he, this. Nah, he didn't. He didn't. He, he got didn't an score. assist. He got an assist. So, you know, he got an assist. If you had him in your FPL, you would have got some points, but unfortunately, he scored yes, after you get goals. So, so you're stuck on I three. Luke, my FPL. I selected Callum Wilson. Um, and Callum. he did not. Sc- he did not score. He he also got an assist. So, I'm still stuck on zero points. Hayden, you picked Gabriel Jesus. And uh, 
No points. Uh, yeah. It was kind of a weird pick going against Liverpool, and uh, unfortunately, it wasn't uh, a fruitful pick either <laughs> because uh, my guy did not score. Got an assist as well, so maybe we should start doing uh, a score drop at four assists instead. <laughs> so you're stuck on three as well, Hayden. And then, Dan, you selected the man, Erling Haaland. Can't go. And of course, that guy. Like, of course, he scored. So that means, Dan, you are now on three points. So you're level with Luke and Hayden on three points, yes, and I'm stuck on zero. No, but this Holland gent is broken. We up, boys. We up. Guys, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so um, the order? Um, up. The order for this week is going to be Hayden, Dan, Luke, and then myself. Oh, right. Okay. So Hayden, you can kick us off when you're ready. Okay, I'm going to choose... Wait, when is the twin? Wait, whoa, whoa. Who does also play next? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who does also this is their, play next? Oh, they play Leeds. They play Leeds. I'm gonna choose Saka. I'm gonna choose Saka then. I was gonna say Leeds look nah, bro. It, it is Arsenal though. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm saying Saka. Saka. Okay. Um. On that note, guys, I really do need to go study for my test tomorrow. And given that I give my pick, I'm going to bid you all farewell and adieu. Nah, good luck, bro. Study hard. Thank you. Appreciate it. All the best, bro. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Hayden lads. Um, Dan, your pick. Oof. Um, I've just been looking up um, some fixtures here, and I think I'm going to go with my boy Mitrovic. Um, you know. Ooh, Mitro. Got a handful of those Bournemouth games. Against Bournemouth. Um, and we know Mitrovic has been playing well. I don't know if I don't know if he sat one set a game out. Was he on a card or injured or something? So hopefully he's back. Um, but yeah. I think he was injured. Hopefully he's all fresh. And you're ready to score a goal. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, that's who I was eyeing as well. <laughs> Dude, I was that, that Bournemouth defense. I was sweating that Hayden was gonna pick him, eh? Yo, I really was. Um, Luke, you're up next. Bro, I'm going to go, as usual, I'm going to go with the form, the form merchants, and um, I definitely fancy uh, United versus Newcastle for there to be some goals on both ends. Maybe that's a bit of a dumb decision. It's either between a United player or like a West Ham player, because they also look pretty cool. (laughs) Paqueta and uh, Skamaka. But I think no, I think I'm gonna go for Anthony. I think he's 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 looking he's looking quite sharp and um, right. got to back the Brazilian boys. So I'm gonna go with Anthony. Whatever he's name I mean, I, I, I like it. Anthony. Anthony something something probably Santos somewhere in there. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Well, there we while go. you look Anthony up, Anthony Mateus dos Santos. Would you believe it? <laughs> Brazilian with Santos. He's 22! Anthony is 22, gents. Hey. Wait, what, what year was oh. he born? Isn't he also 01? 2000. Oh, he's 2000. No, he's 2000. Okay, so I, he's, bro, I thought this guy was like 25, 26. Gents, this guy could be one of our like... <laughs> one of our colleagues. This guy would have played hockey with us in high school. <laughs> like, he would have been, yeah. been yeah. the same team. <laughs> <laughs> what? 22! I cannot believe it. That's Vinny. That's him and him and Vinny. 
I mean, it's, it's coming Crazy from Vinny's spot in the, in the Brazilian national team. Ah, but he's on the right, so yeah, it's that's all good. Uh, and then my 22. pick, I, I, I'm going to target the Liverpool-Man City game. Uh, I, I think Full Foden, dude's on a, a mad one. Ooh, I, I, I saw this tweet. I saw this tweet where it was like, uh, Foden was being compared. Foden saw was being compared to Saka and just doubled Saka's career goal count in a month or something like that. <laughs> 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 uh, <That's- laughs> how many how many career goals does Saka have? I don't know if the I guess the tweet doesn't seem right, but I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, my boy Foden, my boy Foden knows what's up. City's packed, bro. Foden's looking Your looking trash. Stack, you just bring on bro. Grealish. Flipping Haaland's looking tired. You bring on Alvarez. Who's on the right there? Morris. Uh, Morris is looking ass. You just Bernardo bring on Silva. Flipping. You can bring Bernardo on Bernardo Silva. You bring on Bernardo Silva. You've got you've got KDB popping. Ah, you bring Gundogan, on that other yeah. gen Palmer. You got Rodri. You bring on who's who's the, the do you have a D, uh, Calvin Phillips, Your. bro? Like this guy's. So you can just sub in one world class with another world class. This is. This is broken, gents. This is broken. Yeah. How many UCLs do they have? Cook. How many are they going to have? Cook. I can tell you that right now. They're going to they're gonna meet their match in Madrid one day. I'm telling you. A Madrid City final would be juicy. Just to clarify, though, uh, the tweet was uh, Foden saw himself getting compared to Saka and then went and scored one third of Saka's career goals in a month. So, <laughs> Yo, I was okay, about to yeah. say yeah that's quite a misquoted tweet Twitter always Twitter's always putting things into perspective eh? <laughs> it's crazy dude but um uh, that brings us to the end of this week's episode uh, I sincerely hope that you have enjoyed uh, please drop a like if you have give us a five star rating and drop a review as well it would be very much appreciated and until next time this has been the True Sense Footy Crew of the True Sense Footy Podcast have a good day adios